This episode of the Lead Machine Growth Show is brought to you by Lead Machine, the step-by-step tech easy system for getting leads online. Are you struggling to get leads from your lead magnet? Are you tired of seeing low conversion rates and losing potential customers? It's time to revive your lead magnet and start attracting more leads. Download our free report, 10 Deadly Lead Magnet Mistakes That Are Costing You Leads, and learn how to create a high-converting lead magnet that engages your audience and drives conversions. Don't let common mistakes hold you back any longer. Revive your lead magnet today and download your free report at www.getleadmachine.com forward slash deadly. Welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where you will discover how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream. Paul Guyen, the mastermind behind the Lead Machine, introduces you to trailblazers who inspire you to implement life-changing solutions and systems you can model to nurture your leads and get your offers seen by your ideal clients who will invest in themselves and you. Be sure you visit our website at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com. While you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now, tune in and get ready to transform your vision into reality. Hello and welcome to the Lead Machine Growth Show, where passion meets entrepreneurship and dreams become reality. I'm Paul Guyon, your Lead Machine coach, host, international best-selling author, and tech and marketing expert. I'm passionate about helping you, entrepreneurs, coaches, and solo entrepreneurs, tackle their tech, master their message, and design their dream. Are you ready to unleash your full potential and achieve extraordinary results? Then you're in the right place. We'll dive deep into the strategies, insights, and stories of trailblazers who have become, who have overcome the obstacles of technology, marketing, and mindset, and are making a huge impact on their audience and customers. So buckle up and get ready for an exhilarating ride, filled with inspiration, motivation, and practical advice. Whether you're just starting out or looking to take your business to the next level, let's get this conversation started and turn your dreams into reality. And thanks for tuning in. In today's episode, we'll explore strategies and techniques for building strong connections with your target audience, nurturing those connections, and ultimately converting them into paying customers and clients. We'll cover topics such as identifying your target audience, creating content that resonates with them, and leveraging social media platforms to maximize engagement. By mastering the art of connecting to convert, you can unlock the full potential of your online presence and take your business to the next level. And I'm excited to introduce our guest today because we just met online through mutual connections and we found that we had common interests, that of helping others grow their businesses through smart technology and the right messaging to connect and convert leads into clients. Let's get started with a little background on our our guests. Renee Brandon is a content strategist who works with speakers and coaches who desire to create content that converts and makes a powerful impact. As a work-from-home mom of four, she has the joy and privilege of running the Get Social on Purpose media agency while also being present in her children's day-to-day lives and activities, which is really important. 
One of the greatest lessons from her children is that everybody wants to be seen and heard. And she counts herself blessed that through her business, she gets to help you be seen and heard because you deserve to shine. So welcome to the show, Renee. Thank you so much for being on today. Thank you so much for having me, Paul. I'm happy to be here. So that must be, uh, must be kind of, uh, I mean, what, how do you, how do you manage that? Uh, (laughs) (laughs) Being at home with your kids day to day, are you doing homeschooling too? Yes, we homeschool. Um, We, so I do have four children and now their ages range from 12 to 20, but we've been homeschooling since my oldest was in kindergarten. Um, Uh And it's been a wild ride. I I have to say we are very much homebodies. So we kind of have to make ourselves get out of the house and, and um, we're very much into technology. So it's easy to kind of stay in a cave and, you know, just play with our gadgets and our toys and, and learn that way. But it's, it's been exhilarating almost to kind of see the world through my children's eyes as they are growing up and learning things. But I'm running a business now um, and it's a lot easier because they are older um, and I'm able to kind of, I I was going to say equally divide my time, but it's never equal. (laughs) there's, There's no actual balance for me here. It's just focus. And so I've, I've learned to wear many hats, but I enjoy every single hat that I wear. And I, and I love uh, being able to focus on my children and then also being able to focus on my business. That's time. so important. We, as parents, we, we really miss out on, on a big part of our, of our uh, children's growth. And uh, especially in those early years where, where they're shaped by strangers, basically. Yeah. And uh, what a blessing that is. Uh, one of our previous guests, Maria Parson, was is a homeschool uh, mom turned business owner, and she teaches homeschool moms, stay-at-home moms, how to homeschool, and that's what her business is. And she has a a mastermind group that meets, and they talk about what's coming up. and And uh, one of her biggest tips was to uh, to make time to rest. Mm-hmm. Be, to, to take time out to rest. So she has actually blocked out time in the middle of the day where everyone just kind of retreats to their, to their, their corner of the house, the home and her children are small. And, uh, but, uh, she, she does have some older ones. I think her oldest is 12. Uh, but I'm not sure, yeah. but anyway, so they find time to rest. Yeah. It's definitely needed her, her service. Because a lot of times, you know, you just jump in and you're like, hey, I'm, I'm doing this now, but you don't really have guidance. So I, I can appreciate that service. And, and yes, yeah. uh, resting, taking time to rest is very important. And I think that's important for definitely homeschooling families, but also for business owners um, in general. Um, we, we always want to go, go, go and, you know, reach the next level and hit the next mark and self-care is important not to be cliche but it really is indeed it is and we're always thinking about what's the next thing we can create we're, we love to create things and we mm-hmm. love to uh to just keep moving 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 and there's and there's never enough time i think we have to shift the way we think about time mm. and um and think in terms of time abundance rather than being time starved 
yeah. which is one of the questions I was going to ask later on. But um, so we're, we're talking about business here. What are some of the key strategies you recommend for building a strong connections with your target audience or with anyone's target audience? Well, you know, how does that um, work? Yeah. A lot of times people will do one of two things when they want to use social media to grow their business. They either get on and they show a lot of pictures of their food and their cats, um, the things that they love, which is great, um, or it's great, but not effective, um, or yeah. they will get on and try to sell, 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 promote, promote, promote. And what what we need to realize is that connection is an important part of um, using social media to market our business. It is marketing. It's not sales. It is a way to start a conversation with someone who doesn't know you. And if you think of it that way, I think you will be more successful. Like if you go into a bar now, this isn't my, you know, this isn't my scene, never really has been, but you, everyone can kind of get this analogy. If you go into a bar, you're not going to walk up to somebody and say, hey, do you want to marry me? Right. Not at all. <laughs> you're yeah. going to, even if you're attracted to the person, you're going to start a conversation and you're going to want to get to know them and they're going to want to get to know you. And if you look at social media kind of in the same way, you'll be a lot more successful. So the first strategy is to really start a conversation. Use your content to communicate what you care about, what's important to you, because knowing the person behind the business is an amazing thing. And it's something that's really important to people nowadays. It's not really all about the big companies. Yes, they're still here. Yes, they're still thriving. But even companies like Dove, and um, they're the ones that really come to mind, but they show um, what they care about. And for them, it's about women of all shapes and sizes being comfortable in their own skin. And, and, and that's a great message, but that's important to Dove. And I wouldn't know that if they didn't tell me. So yeah. starting conversations, that's, that's really the, the first thing I would say. Okay. And could you provide some uh, some ways on how you might go about starting that conversation? Absolutely. Absolutely. So for me, one thing that's really important to me and the reason why I'm in business is because there are a lot of women who don't want to be the face of their business, even though you kind of have to be. If you're a speaker or a coach or if you own a shop, it doesn't matter nowadays you have to be the face of your business. But a lot of women struggle with a lack of confidence, not mm. wanting to show up for themselves. And that's important to me. So when I speak and when I write, I share that. So me sharing why something, why I do something is one of the main reasons. People want to know the why. So that's the first things, that's one of the first things I would say you want to do is share why you're in this business. Why do you have that? Um, why do you sell cat toys from a brick and mortar building? Like why, why do you love cats? What is it that, that drives you? And if you can start that and then ask 
your audience to share with you some things that are important to them or why they're interested in this, that starts a conversation. Um, and that's really basic, but important. Other ways to start conversations are asking questions. You want to find out what's important to your audience. You're not creating content for you. You're creating content for them mm -hmm. and taking you out of the equation partially. And I'll get back to that in a minute, but focusing on your audience more when you're creating content is going to help you grow. And I say partially taking yourself out because you want to create content that your audience wants, but that you also enjoy creating. So if you absolutely hate writing blogs, don't write blogs. <laughs> create, <laughs> create content in the way that feels good to you, but create the content that your audience wants to uh, receive from you. Okay. And how do you know that? How do we know what content to create for the audience uh, yeah. that would resonate and that they would want to engage with you? Uh, I mean, how do you how do you know that they're interested in uh, chicken swings for their chicken coop, for instance, <laughs> yeah. or, or cat toys yeah. for their for their kitties? How do you know? So you're not going to know right away. You're going to have to um, brainstorm. Think about yourself. What kind of things would have inspired you when you were at that stage? A lot of times, we are representations of our ideal customers or clients. The reason we're in business is because we saw a need for the business a lot of times, not every time. Um, yeah. So if that is the case, think about where you were, questions you had, or people that you've already come in contact with, what kind of questions have they asked you? What kind of need do you see? And then start creating content. Now, I'm going to say a scary word for some people, but you're going to have to look at your analytics. <laughs> um, uh -huh. If you want to know what's working, you have to know your numbers. So if you're doing short form video and you're talking about um, things that are important to you, kind of more behind the scenes things, um, why you're doing what you're doing, and you're not getting a lot of feedback. But when you create short form videos and you're showing your interaction with clients and customers, or you're showing your cat toys and how your cat really enjoys them, and you're getting a lot of views and likes and comments, then maybe you want to start going in that direction a little bit more. It's all about testing and trying out. Realize that you're not going to know it right off the bat. It, it's okay. There's a learning curve. So what are the key analytics that you would look at? You okay. mentioned views, views, mm -hmm. likes, and shares. And comments as well. Mostly if you ask for them. And that's where we're going to talk about call to actions. Usually in a piece of content, you want to have some kind of call to action or CTA, where you ask your audience either a question or you ask them to do something. Like and share if you've enjoyed this content, or leave me a comment, let me know what's your favorite fill in the blank, or whatever. If you ask for comments and you're not getting them, then 
maybe shift your focus a little bit. But if you start asking for comments and people are actually having a conversation with you, and it's only a conversation if you reply. Right. <laughs> right. So don't just don't dislike their comment. Don't leave them hanging. <laughs> yeah. You ask them a question, they responded, and now you in turn respond. Um, especially when you're starting out. It's you're not too big. Like take a few moments, take an hour a week and respond to comments. It helps to create that lasting connection. So that's what I mean. Likes, shares, comments. Um, those are really things that you can, um, tangible things that you can see. Um, other things are views. So Instagram, yeah. for example, if you post a reel, you can see who's viewing your content. And a lot of times the numbers should be bigger on the side of people that don't follow you. And you can also see how many people follow you because of that reel. So after they watched mm. that reel, they followed you. Take all of that into account. Um, people that are viewing the reel and not just skipping it and people that are following you because of your content. Hmm. Okay. There's a lot to consider and I don't want anyone to feel overwhelmed. So focusing on one platform at a time is usually what I would recommend. Um, and really diving deep into the analytics, even if you take a screenshot of the page and then you come back three months later and you take another screenshot, you should be able to see some differences if you were consistently posting content. Okay. So let's, let's talk about, um, Facebook because I'm most familiar with it and, and I know my audience is familiar. Most everyone's familiar with that. Uh, and so on Facebook, we have personal profiles, mm -hmm. we have pages, and we have groups. And so when you talk about posting content, I mean, the most basic thing is you post content on your personal profile. Mm -hmm. And that's kind of where you where people where you get started. But what are the uh, when is it appropriate to, to get a page? I, I, you have a page, you have a public figure page. Mm -hmm. uh, and a personal profile, uh, and probably some groups too. I have, I have a, uh, also the same. Uh, so where, where is the best place to, um, to post content? And I mean, I know that's a, that's, that's a, that's a big question to answer in, in a, in a, in a short, short way, but, uh, talk about the different ways or different, uh, I guess you'd call them, um, sites or, yeah. Um, Okay. Channels. They're 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 media channels, is what yes. they are. Yes. Yes. And and Facebook is an interesting animal <laughs> uh, because yep. of all these different um, channels that you can yeah. post through. So having a Facebook profile—that's the bare minimum. That's what you come into it with, right? It's yeah. a personal profile. You can make friends. Um, so people that you meet in other groups, you can friend, request them, you can connect with people. Now, a I know Facebook has been out for a long time, and it's mainly been for people to connect with people maybe they haven't seen in a while, or they knew from a long time ago, friends, family. But it has become this thing that we 
can use for business. However, Facebook does not want us promoting our business on our personal pages. Right. Um, that is something that is kind of frowned upon. But then they went and did something and created professional profiles, which I have. So if you click the three dots on your personal profile, you'll notice it says turn on professional mode. <laughs> and this, it's, it gives you a little bit more wiggle room to have followers. And I think it's mostly because of the creator economy that is happening. So you have influencers and, and, and people that are using social media to connect on a different level, not just personally. So it's mm -hmm. in between the personal profile and the business page. It's this professional mode where you can do reels and you can share them. A lot of people will see your reels that you that don't follow you. People will be able to follow you, not just be your friends. So on my page, I have followers and I have friends. Um, and uh -huh. it, I think that makes it a little bit better in this in this area because I'm in the online space mostly. So I'm going to speak to that. When when yeah. I look at somebody in a Facebook group and or if somebody finds me in a Facebook group and they liked what I posted and they send me a friend request, I don't always want to be friends with everyone that I come across. Um, but they have the opportunity when they send you a friend request they actually automatically become a follower. And that is great because they can see the content that you put out, but you don't necessarily have to have that reciprocating relationship right off the bat. If that's something yeah. that you choose to do down the line, great. But I like that, um, that opportunity because then you can also post you know, links to your website. You can post... You can connect to your Facebook business page. And let's talk about business pages. Um, it's interesting. It's a great tool to have. I always recommend my clients have a business page, but you have to think of it more like, almost like a billboard. It's something that you can change the message on. You can post it, but everyone's not going to see it. Only people that come to it will see it. Um, right. <laughs> because right now the, the reach on your Facebook page is extremely low. If you make a post, even all of the people that follow you, follow you on your Facebook business page, I think it's a low percentage under 10% that's going to see that. And I think I'm being a little generous when I say that. Yeah. Um, so well, they want you to, they want you to pay. To, yeah. They to want you to run to ads. That's yeah. really the purpose of having your, your Facebook business page is to run ads. And then they want yeah. you to run ads so that the people that follow you on your business page see your ads. But anyway, <laughs> <laughs> that's neither here nor there. Um, yeah. So I think it's important to have, it's important to post content on it every so often, um, consistently. And I will say consistently for all of these platforms, but consistency is what you make it. So if you decide you want to post once a week, then post once a week. If you decide that you want to post three three times a week to your personal, uh, your professional uh, Facebook profile, 
then post three times a week or post daily or whatever it is, but try to be consistent. You create it. Don't let anyone else tell you what your consistency should look like, but know that you you want to show up regularly. And that's what I'm helping my clients do. And it's sad because I don't do it as much for myself. I'm having to get help from my staff to do it for myself. Um, it's a real thing. It's, it's, you know, sometimes it's hard, but we got to make an effort. Right. And, and the, uh, professional mode on, on personal uh, profiles, that's relatively new, isn't it? It's very Didn't new. They just, they r- rolled that out just in the last, what, six months or so. Maybe yes, a little longer than that. Maybe a little longer than that. Cause I've, I think I've mm-hmm. had it for about six months and I didn't have it when it first rolled out. It's a great mode. I think it's something anyone in business should check out and possibly turn on. Um, it, it can only help. I don't think it will hurt at all. Um, I think it would only help and kind of just help you look more professional. Right. Now, what about groups? Groups. There's, there, there's a lot of things that I've learned um, about groups. I, in fact, uh, I have some, I have a private group for my mastermind group, which is, which is, you know, it's a paid group that you, you need to be in my paid programs to, to get coaching there. Right. Uh, and then I also have a, a private group that's for everybody. It's called um, business owners who take massive action hmm. uh, that um, that anyone is is in, and that's that's to get that's just to build community. Yes. That's designed to get people to to network with each other. Can you talk about that for a minute? I think Facebook groups are a wonderful tool to use as long as you use them. So having a Facebook group, that is like a wasteland of nothing uh-huh. is not going to be beneficial for anyone. I think it's great if you have, um, I know Facebook has somewhere in their terms of service, or at least they did. If you have a paid one, you need to have a free one. Um, that that's been for a while, but having a free Facebook group is a great way to build community. And it's not hard to communicate with the people in the audience, um, in the group, you know, posting once a day, they're just, it, it's a great place to show a little bit more of who you are, share a little bit more of the real you of some behind the scenes of things that you're working on. And these people are going to be, are a little bit more excited, more warm, more of a warm audience for you. Um, more excited about what you're working on and to be the first to know when maybe you launch something. It's a great way to utilize Facebook, but you have to put the time in and communicate with them. Um, it's, a, it's a responsibility and you can get help, obviously. Yeah, you can you can have someone, a community manager, but you need conversation. You don't want it to just be a place where people join and nothing really happens because there are so many groups like that out there. So utilizing the tools you have is, is key. Yes. I I have a, uh, in my, in my free business owners who take massive action, Mm -hmm. I have daily themes Mm -hmm. that are scheduled and I do have a a VA helping me with that. Uh, And we, and we use the content planner in Canva Mm -hmm. surprisingly (laughs) <laughs> which Canva is a great tool for that. Wonderful tool. Absolutely. Yeah. 
Um, so what do you think, since we're on that, what do you suggest time-starved business owners mm -hmm. do to find time to get all this done? So what are some ways that you suggest? First, start small. Like, pick somewhere where you want to be. If you're on Facebook, turn on your professional mode on your personal profile and start to share about your business, about what's going on, not necessarily promoting, but just sharing. Uh, and start to connect with people in Facebook groups. If you can find Facebook groups where your target audience is, share in there as well. People will follow you. If you are giving value on a regular, consistent basis, people will seek you out and follow you because you will be, without even trying, setting yourself up as an expert in whatever it is that you do. So right. that's the bare minimum. Share some content on your professional mode pro profile page. Set uh -huh. it up well. Have also have a good um a good picture, clear picture of you and make sure you have, you know, like a website or a landing page linked there. You want someone to be able to find out more about you if they, you know, if they want to. Um, and then share some value in, in Facebook groups on a regular basis that will start the conversation, but just so you're not overwhelmed, you can post pictures of yourself. You can post pictures of things that care that you care about. Images are really big. Video is really big. Um, video is the top, top form of media that's consumed today. And we're talking long form and short form. So you want to utilize that if you feel comfortable. If you don't, maybe start trying to build your, your confidence in that area. Do short videos. Just share a little bit, uh, uh, a moment. You know, I'm, I'm in marketing. So maybe a marketing moment from my point of view. You know, share something that yeah. is important to you. Keep it bite-sized. Our attention spans are super short. <laughs> And so um, that's true. Yeah. If you if you start doing that and get comfortable with that, don't try to push yourself. If you're time starved, you don't have a lot of time, you know, use what you got to do something effective. Yeah. One of one of my clients is a uh, is a uh, a brilliant designer. She's she she's really good at it. She communicates well. Uh, but when she does video, she doesn't talk. She's not on, it's, it's screen share only, and you have to watch her cursor to see what she's doing. She's a lot of do it. She does a lot of demonstration uh, mm -hmm. videos for her, for her staff. And uh, I said, wait a minute, what, what's going on here? How come you're not, you're not narrating? We need, we need some narration uh, to know what you're, what you're doing. She goes, well, I don't like the way I sound. And I said, mm -hmm. well, you, you know, you're good with people, aren't you? And, well, yeah, I'm good with people. And I said, well, talk. Mm -hmm. And it's, and it's not easy. It's not easy to be out there. Uh, women aren't the only, only people who are afraid or have fear of that visibility. Right. Uh, you know, it's, it's, but as you said at the top of this, if you have a business, you're a coach, you're a business owner, a shop owner, even uh, you're the face of that business. And so you need to be visible. And especially if it's your, if you're, if you're going, if we're taking this online, which is what yeah. we're talking about. Right. 
So, uh, so what else? What else can we do as time starved? You mentioned getting help. What What are some of the strategies? Some people have VAs. Um, mm-hmm. Some people, uh, I trade time. I trade coaching time for, with my VA, mm-hmm. and uh, that seems to work very well. Uh, I do a lot of things myself that I should be doing. That I should have someone, someone else, else do for. So, what do you suggest there? It's it's really going to depend on where you are in your business. Right. Uh-huh. So if you yeah. can hire help, absolutely. Don't think twice. Jump in. Even if it's on a small scale, a couple of hours. There are VAs that offer small um, hourly packages or hourly, you know, l- limits or whatever it is. Um, but you want to make sure that you have maybe one task or a few tasks that you're like, I know someone else can do this, number one, better than me. And number two, it it would be a better use of my time to do something else. So just jump in. Now, the other thing is if you are, well, no, I like your approach, Paul, being able to trade, trade maybe some coaching or something that you do for help. Um, The other thing is child labor. I say jokingly. Ah. (laughs) Um, I have teenagers that do want a little bit of cash and are, you know, nowadays they are pretty tech savvy. So if you have some teenagers lying around, (laughs) then you may want to try to get some help on a small scale. Start somewhere. Even if you can knock one thing off of your plate a week, it's going to make a difference. Right. Yeah. Um, But utilizing tools that make things easier as well. That's, that's a big deal. Canva, huge. Canva has AI built in and I pay for Canva Pro because I really enjoy the innovation that is coming through with like each new year, it seems. Um, You can edit video easily through Canva. You can create a reel. They have templates templates, templates yeah. that you can use. Templates. Um, yeah. I, I call that, them templates. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I don't know. However you say Tomatoes. that word, they have those. Tomatoes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So they have those that you can use and that's for graphics. If you want to do social media graphics, that's for reels, that's for presentations. Like if you have not looked into Canva, I think a few years ago, it was a little like, oh, you use Canva. You're not a real designer. Nowadays, you can really accomplish some really good things through Canva. So play around with it. They have Canva education or Canva university or some kind of thing where you can watch some tutorials as well. So Uh it's definitely worth looking into, even if it's just a free version. Yeah, I I use Canva and I didn't use it until I struggled with resizing images. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. and I had I had designed a, a poster. An eight, on an eight and a half by 11 and I wanted it to be uh, 11 by 17 yeah. and you know those those don't scale well but right. the resize alone the copy and resize oh yes. my gosh and just that Life's and safer. also in in creating an image of the right size for the particular social media kind of post that you want to make that's that's huge I've created logos uh, canva even has a mail merge where mm-hmm. you can take a spreadsheet 
and a design template and merge. I made a lead magnet. Um, it's called uh, 10 Deadly Lead Magnet Mistakes mm. that are costing you leads and clients. And uh, and I did a mail merge and boom, there you go. And then I, I wrote the introduction and some and a, and a call to action and boom, I had a, a three or four page or, or a 12 page uh, lead magnet that I could I can offer to generate leads on my on my website and it it just took me not very long at all to put it together. Yeah. And yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. So AI and tools. Yes. Now uh, Canva does have AI built in um, that you can use, which will help you, you know, create some titles and maybe write some content. AI in general, obviously chat GPT is a really popular one right now, but there are so many AI tools out there, um, even ones that will help you edit video or create a video, go text to speech. Um, mm -hmm. There, are, I'm very much into video, so I will talk about video a lot <laughs> and yeah. find ways to bring it up into the conversation. But uh -huh. artificial intelligence is changing the game. And when I say that, I mean, it is not here to write things for you but it is a great foundational tool that you can use. Um, like I, I've heard somebody say, it's a great first draft. Like if you, if you have, um, you can go into chat GPT and, and if you want to write a blog post, you know, because you hate writing, but you want to put out a blog anyway, um, and you want to write a blog post, you can get ideas for the blog post. You can get title ideas. You can create an outline. You mm -hmm. can start writing, going through the outline, and then you can take that and you can paraphrase, you can rewrite, you can put things in your own words and create something that you are proud of and that will be in your voice. It's it's really an amazing tool. It is an amazing tool. Um, and I was going to ask you about that. What types of content generation are you you suggesting that people are, are you are you using it to generate Instagram reels and, and scripts and things like that for your videos? Well, uh, is usually that something you suggest. Usually, what I do is I use it for ideas first because I have uh -huh. um, I have multiple clients. I help people figure out what to create content on, right? And I have right. my I have my system, and I use my system in in conjunction with AI. So I have a tool that I created and I use to um, take topics that you talk about and merge them with um, specific things that, that are great content grabbers, basically, or attention grabbers. So if I wanna write about um, the, <laughs> the words escape me, but if I wanna write about uh, common mistakes that people are making with video on social media or on their reels. Okay. That's something that I could come up with on my, my own, but I could take that and I can put that into um, an AI tool. And I could say, give me five more ideas like this. Give yeah. me, you know, um, or what other, where else can I go from here? Like what other common mistakes did I miss? Or, you know, are there, it's just a great place for ideas. I think it's really good. And I use it for outlining. 
So I'm Mm -hmm. getting ready to launch a YouTube channel, which is the first, this is the first time I said this in public. So, you know, (laughs) Um, but it's great because I know some things that my audience wants. And then I'm at the beginning stages of this channel. So I don't have, I don't know everything that my audience wants. I have a few questions, but I'm going to AI to say, give me a few um, video ideas around this topic. And so I have more ideas and then I use it for my outlines. So I'm not going to, I'm not a script person. I'm the type of person, even when I write a script, I've been speaking lately. And even when I write a script, I don't follow it. I follow an outline a lot better. Um, (laughs) So that's what I like to create an outline that I can follow and stick to. And I think that's a great tool for anyone to create when you're making any time of any type of content, Um, an outline is going to help you. And then if you want to go a step further and say, Hey, uh, chat GPT, write me an intro for this, write it in a chatty voice or something. And then you read it and you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. That sounds a little like me. I'd probably change this and that. And then I would say it like this and there you go. Yeah. You can, you can teach jet chat GPT, your style of writing, your style, mm-hmm. your tone, you can, by giving it prompts uh, right. in your session to, to uh, um, like, I have a sarcastic humor mm-hmm. uh, and I use, and I use uh, something. Uh, I, I, I will sometimes give a really bizarre, unexpected answer to your question before I answer it, just to, <laughs> just to lighten things up. Yeah. And uh, so you can tell chat GPT the way your tone of voice, your your humor, uh, the level of formal and informality that you use. Uh, I'm I'm sort of on the formal side of casual, mm-hmm. uh, and so you can you can train it to be to learn your voice. Yeah, uh, and and so that it makes that job easier. Right. And, and you're right; it's a powerful tool, but it's not going to. Uh, I wouldn't use it to write. No, verbatim what you what you want to have written. Right. So um, you you mentioned a tool that you have. Is there a tool that you have on your that's yours that you'd like yeah, to talk about? It's funny. I I just um, I had a speaking engagement the other day, and and it it ended up being more like a workshop. And I uh-huh. realized that this was a tool that people could actually use it because it's something I use with my clients. It's a simple table, um, but it helps you combine topics that you speak about with um, to the, I can't figure out the word, but like the ways that you can speak about them. Um, and then you can kind of, if you fill that out and you're like, well, today I'm going to talk about video. Let's see. And this side, it says myths. So myths that common myths or misconceptions that people have about video on social media. And then I know those, (laughs) a lot of people think you have to speak a lot. You have to be long or you have to be formal or so that helps me, you know, help jog my memory. So yes, I think I can make that available to you. That's not the gift that I was going to give you, Yeah, <laughs> but That's like it's a, a matrix. Yes, it is a matrix. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's a matrix. Yeah. It's a great, it's a great tool to use. So it's called the strategic visibility content creation system. Very long, <laughs> but, um, and, and that's probably something I can uh, uh, 
get some help with and work on it by looking at some of your tools. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's well, cause you know, I created, created it for myself, so I didn't really care, but so maybe I need to change that, but it, it's, it's a tool that I would love to make available to your listeners. Well, thank you. You, you know, when we are as content creators or as coaches or business owners, authors, speakers, we create little systems like that all the time. Mm -hmm. And we don't realize we make, we, that we're doing that to save ourselves time, but we don't realize that there's value in those systems. Yeah. I just re I recently ran a challenge uh, called lead magnet magic, mm -hmm. uh, create a powerful lead magnet in five days. And uh, through that, through that um, I was creating the content on the fly. And while I was doing that, I was coming up with lead magnet ideas after lead magnet ideas. Oh my gosh, I had so many ideas that I started adding them on and, and fleshing them out somewhat so that I could come back to them and, and, and produce them and add them as bonuses to my main course. Yeah. Uh, because, but we do though, we do those things and we don't even think about how, how much uh, value they have. In yeah. Them. So uh, thank you. Thank you for that. Uh, I got, I have, um, let's see, we've got, do you have a little bit more time? I'm fine. Yeah. Okay. What are some of the common mistakes uh, or pitfalls to avoid when connecting and converting on social media? The biggest one is, and I kind of touched on this earlier, but uh -huh. is making it all about you is not focusing on your audience. Um, right. You know, it doesn't matter how big of a business owner you are doesn't matter how small, doesn't matter if you are a PhD in your topic. When you create content, it's for your audience. That means you don't necessarily want to speak in jargon. You don't necessarily want to create content that is self-serving only. You want to create content. You want to answer their questions. And in doing that, it actually does help you because they get to know you. Um, and then, you know, that <laughs> here's the phrase, they will know, like, and trust you, right? You'll build right. that know, like, and trust. But that's not going to happen if you talk at someone just, you know, regurgitating everything that you know about the subject, right? So that's the biggest thing. Mm. The, right. the second one is not using video. Uh -huh. Video is a major tool. And if you can find a way that where you can step out of the comfort box, just, just a little bit, step out of your comfort zone, just a little bit and create short videos that answer one question, maybe, or share one topic, share one thought, you will be amazed at how much people connect with video. Um, more so than text. Obviously, there are people that love to read, love to read long posts and everything, but video, it will catch attention more often than not and stop the scroll. Wow. Yeah. That's a big and one. I think the third is just, this is something that I've struggled with, which is why I'm just now starting my YouTube channel is... <laughs> trying to wait for everything to be perfect. You're not going to connect. You don't want to be perfect when you're trying to connect with someone. 
how would you feel if somebody comes up to you and they are just all prim and proper and they are just like, you know, that they are just everything. And you're just, you're not going to feel a connection, but if they come up and they're like, man, I had a rough day. It was a late night. Um, I got some work done, but my hair is a little messed up, but it's all right. I'm here. Let's talk. You're more going to connect with that person because they're real. They're human. So that's the third one. Trying to be perfect instead of being real. Right. And so (laughs) is that, (laughs) I think you just answered my next question was as we wrap up, Uh uh, with your final words, what are three things our listeners can do? I think you just answered that question, hmm. um, which which was uh, don't make it all about you. Use mm-hmm. video, and um, uh, I think I think the done is the new perfect. Oh yeah, <laughs> real done be is real. better than perfect. To be honest, done is better than perfect. My other now, one is progress over perfection. Just keep moving forward. All right. So as we wrap up, what are your, for your final words, what are three things our listeners can do today mm-hmm. to put these ideas into action? So I'll give you a chance to, 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 uh, to do that. Okay. Um, one way you can literally pull out your phone, think about a, a topic or a question that someone has asked you or a common question that you get and answer the question. Pull out your phone, turn on the video, say who you are. Hi, I'm Renee Brandon. I am a content strategist. This is a common question that I get and I wanted to answer it for all of you. Say the question, give your thoughts, turn off turn off the camera, post the video to your social. It doesn't matter where it is, just post it. See what happens. You can end it by saying, I'd love to hear your thoughts and see what people say. That is a Great. main thing. Just press record and do it. Right. Um, okay. Three things. Great. Uh, the second right. one, maybe do a little bit of market research. If you're not sure what your, your audience wants, talk to people that you've worked with. See what it is that they've enjoyed from uh, learning from you and use that to start creating content for social media. Um, and then the third one, is just, well, I don't know. I think I only had two. <laughs> I, I think I think be real is, is what you said. Well, um, yeah, be real. Be just, real. Just do it. Be real. Just, and I use that I in, instead of saying be authentic because it's such a buzzword, but be real. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, to layer on top of what you said about do a little bit of market research, guess what? If you can, if you can define your market, even if you have only one customer, and you know why they help, what you do for them, and the kind of results they get, you can tell Chat GTP about that, and you can say, uh, you can describe this customer. Um, she's a woman. She's between forty and sixty. She's interested in health. She um, she likes sewing. She's uh, you know, she does these things, and she has problems with technology and being visible online. Um, give me some ideas about that market, the, that type of person. What, what are some of their problems? 
what are some of their concerns, what topics they would would be interesting to them, mm -hmm. uh, what problems are they trying to solve, what content would would resonate with them. Uh, ask the chatbot to come up with those. And then from there, ask some follow-up questions to the mm -hmm. chatbot. And because uh, you're gonna you're gonna see stuff that you didn't expect and you're gonna say, oh yeah, I knew that, I knew that. Oh, I didn't know that. Tell right. me more about this and get some ideas to help create some content. And that will be a jumping off point. Uh, the uh, AI is fabulous for market research. And the more you know about your market, uh, the more you can resonate, the more you can connect, and the more clients that you can ultimately convert uh, by by being real and doing videos and yeah. uh, and and getting it done is better than perfect. Yes. Uh, so so wow. So so happy to have met you, Renee. Thank you for being on the show today. Uh, you did mention a gift. It was called. Um, I'm going to get to the gift in a minute, but your your strategy matrix, forget what you called that. Strategic visibility. But strategic mm -hmm. visibility. What we since we don't have a URL for that yet, we'll um we'll post that on the episode page. Okay. Uh, but we do have a free gift. Uh, it's called Connect to Convert, the ultimate guide to creating compelling social media content. And I can't wait to get my hands on that. And you can you can find that at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com forward slash Renee dash gift. That's R-E-N-E-E -E dash gift. So again, www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com forward slash Renee dash gift. And thank you so much. And remember... Faith and action go hand in hand, so put the pedal to the metal. And until the next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show, I'm Paul Guyon. Thank you for tuning in to the Lead Machine Growth Show with Paul Guyon, where we show you how to tackle your tech, master your message, and design your dream so that you can transform your vision into reality. Remember to visit our website, at www.leadmachinegrowthshow.com and enjoy even more great episodes like this one. Again, while you're here, subscribe to us via your favorite network. We look forward to seeing you next time on the Lead Machine Growth Show.